It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, for goodness sakes, here it is, Christmas weekend. And uh, Rich, you're in the studio again. We, we had you on the program last week. But it was the narration of Ollie. That's right. Anyway, that's right. Welcome back to the studio. Thank you. Glad to be back. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Glad to have you back. Uh, people like that story, the narration about the little boy, right? Yes. And the lady that had survived the Holocaust. Yes. She had survived the Holocaust, and then she was getting old. We know a little bit about that. One thing for sure. And then his father recited the story because it all took place with the old lady when his father was a boy. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway, here we are all together, and it's all because of Christmas. Here it is. All because of Christmas, there's joy in my heart. All because of Christmas, every year this feeling starts. All because the Savior was born of a virgin girl All because of Christmas there's hope for all the world All because of Christmas there's love in the air All because of Christmas we feel the need to share All because the Savior Was born long ago All because of Christmas There's a story to be told There are carols we can sing Like old today all because of Christmas to heaven we know the way all because of the Savior there's no need to fear all because of Christmas there's a season of hope and good cheer Merry Christmas to you this year Merry Christmas to you this year. Uh, you know, every everything everything that's good is because of Christmas, isn't it? And Merry Christmas to you, dear listener. And you know, I know a lot of our listening audience. They say, "Well, it was only a week ago uh, that my loved one passed away." I was talking to a good friend of ours in Colorado, and uh, and her brother had passed away a couple of months ago, and it wasn't from COVID. He was sick. You know, people are still dying from heart attacks and from strokes and from cancer and uh, all kinds of things, you know, but we don't hear much about that. But anyway, 
her brother had passed away just a short time back. And then her sister-in-law, her brother's wife, passed away. And their children were left just uh, uh, empty. And uh, I said, Peggy, you're the aunt. You're the aunt. You're the source of family and togetherness for them. So people in our audience, uh, they know what it is to lose. And yet, because of Christmas, you haven't lost anybody if you know where they are. Now, Rich, some people have trouble understanding all that. What say you at this point? Well, Christmas is a time when families gather together, even in tough times. And uh, Christmas really is for families. But this is when we celebrate the incarnation, the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, who came to seek and to save that which was lost. And that's the point. Yes. A lot of people can't get that. A lot of people want to ignore it. They say, well, that may be what you believe, but that isn't what I believe. So uh, don't try and drag me that way or this way or the other way. Well, Paul Harvey, when Paul Harvey was alive, you know, he was a great storyteller to help people understand what basic things really are. So he told a story about a man that just couldn't get it until, until he did get it. Listen to this. Americans, may I direct your attention to a story which was originally published by United Press International by Lewis Castles, a longtime friend of mine and colleague. He and I tried for many years to trace the author of these words. We never could. And it occurs to me that maybe some things, some things are supposed to be written without credit to any particular individual. Let's see what you think after you hear this Christmas story. The Christmas story, the way it's usually told, the God born a man in a manger and all of that, escapes some moderns, mostly, I think, because they seek complex answers to their questions, and this one is so utterly simple. So for the cynics and the skeptics and the unconvinced, I'd like to submit this modern parable. The man I'm talking about was not a Scrooge now. He was a kind, a decent, a mostly good man, generous to his family and upright in his dealings with other men, but he just did not believe in all of that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just did not make sense, and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He could not swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. He told his wife, I'm truly sorry to distress you, but I'm just not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather just stay home, but that he would wait up for them. So he stayed, and they went to the midnight service. Now, shortly after the family drove away and the car snow began to fall, he went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier. Then he went back to his fireside chair, began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound, and then another, then yet another. At first he thought somebody must be throwing snowballs against the living room window. But when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled out there, miserably, in the snow. They had been caught in the storm, in a desperate search for shelter. They had tried to fly through his large landscape window. 
That was what had been making the sound. Well, he couldn't let those poor creatures just lie there and freeze. So he remembered the barn where his children stabled their pony. That would provide a warm shelter. All he would have to do is direct the birds into that shelter. Quickly, he put on a coat and galoshes, and he tramped through the deepening snow to the barn, and he opened the doors wide. And inside the barn, he turned on a light so the birds would know the way in. But the birds did not come in. So he figured that food would entice them. He went back into the house and fetched some breadcrumbs and sprinkled those on the snow, making a trail of breadcrumbs to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs. The birds just continued to flop around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them; he could not. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around them, waving his arms. But instead, they scattered in every direction, every direction except into the warm-lighted barn. And that's when he realized that they were afraid of him. They were afraid of him. To him, he reasoned, "I'm a strange, terrifying creature. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me." That I'm not trying to hurt them, but to help them. But how? Any move he made tended to frighten them and confuse them. They just would not follow. They would not be led or shooed because they feared him. And he thought to himself, "If only I could be a bird now. I could be a bird and mingle with them, and speak their language, and tell them not to be afraid." Then I could show them the way to the safe, warm barn. But I would have to be one of them, wouldn't I? So they could see and hear and understand. At that moment, the church bells began to ring. The sound reached his ears. Above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells. Adeste fidelis, listening to the bells, pealing the glad tidings of Christmas, and he sank to his knees in the snow. Paul Harvey, I hope for you and those you love. This will be a wonderfully merry Christmas. Isn't that something, Rich?、Uh, to come and be one of us. It reminds me that when he came to be one of us, he came as an unborn child.、Mm-hmm. When God became man, when God became man, took on human flesh. He came as an unborn child, and then was given birth by his natural mother Mary, and then lived as a child, and grew in favor with God and man, and was therefore subjected 
to his parents' leadership. Now and, that could and take he us. was perfect Lamb of God that took away the sins of the world on the cross, and he was raised again the third day. That's the gospel story that yeah. we celebrate this Christmas. I don't know if our audience is catching everything that I was implying there, but you parents, look at the model. Look at the model. Well, one of our Bot Radio Network staff, um, really a wonderful, wonderful person, Ken Monroe. Ken Monroe. He did a reading. He did a reading well, about this story, about Christmas, and we've used it other years. That's right. We heard Paul Harvey's allegory, and this is the true story. And here's Ken Monroe to share it with us again. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Oh. That is Christmas. Yes, that really is. That really is Christmas. And folks, wherever you're listening right now, in your automobiles, <clears throat> traveling over the road, visiting relatives or wherever, 
or in your home right now. Some of you may be in bed because you're not feeling well. I don't know where it is, but I want to tell you this song, this song uh, tells it all. Here it is. How sweet to hold our newborn baby and feel the pride and the joy that he gives. But greater still the calm assurance We can face uncertain days, Hobie. We can face uncertain days because he lives. Sing it with us. And because he lives, I can face. that song the words of that song and rich you know i was also thinking when i was listening to it god gave us people like bill and gloria gaither to produce music and to sing and to write music 
that thrills our hearts for how many years now? Because Bill and Gloria are getting older, same as same as we yes. are. And but for how many years has God allowed us to have them among us? What a blessing to the church. Yes, absolutely. I don't know, sometimes we should do the story of Bill and Gloria Gaither when they were young. And before they ever got together and started doing anything, before they met each other even. How God intervenes and brings people together, and then if they're willing to surrender to his will and take their pleasure and their joy from serving others with whatever God has given them uh, as a talent or an ability, that's what it's all about. Well, tell me this. Do we have any listener comments? Oh, we sure do. Uh, quite a good selection here. And uh, can I introduce the first one? Okay. This one, his name is John, and he has a wonderful story. And he actually shared Bot Radio Network with a friend, and he got saved listening. All right, let's hear it. My name is John. I listen to probably at least 50 to 70 hours a week. I'm legally blind. The Word of God has been taught to me by Bot Radio. That is where 90% of my education has came from, and I'm passing it on. I also have a friend that helps me with my ministry. He got saved by accidentally turning his radio and catching the name of Adrian. He was raised in Adrian. He began to listen to Bot Radio in the middle of the night, and he got saved through that. The Word of God is awesome, and you guys are doing an awesome job of spreading the Word through the radio stations. Thank you, John. Well, he Thank probably you very much for sharing Adrian that. From Adrian Rogers. Could be. Also, one of our radio stations is licensed to a town in Adrian, Missouri. Oh, is that right? Yes. And uh, let me give the listener comment line. We'd love to hear your story. You, uh, share with us how Bot Radio Network has impacted your spiritual life, especially at this time of year. 1 800 345 2621. 1-800-345-2621. We'd love to hear from you. Well, uh, now, let's hear another one. When I listen to the complete story, I am filled with thanks for Richard and Dick Bott and the stories and songs I hear from them. Daily, I am inspired by different ministries and teaching. Thank you, Bot Radio. <laughs> I think I like that lady. <laughs> I think I like that lady. Did you give the phone number? A very discriminating listener. She loves Bot Radio Network and especially Complete Story. I did. I'll give it again. 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. And you know what, Rich? After the first of the year, we will then be in the year 2022, right? Oh, my goodness. And you know what that means. That means that will be our 60th year since Bot Radio Network was founded. 60 years ago. Right. I was a lot younger. From 1962 and you were, to... And my wife was. And, uh, but that was our dream. And next year, we will celebrate that. Now, um, it's, we really enjoy hearing from the listeners. Uh, it helps us because we... I really, you know, I'm not kidding, folks. I kind of think we're all a family uh, because we enjoy the ministry of the Bible teachers and the Bible preachers and and Christian news and information uh, that we broadcast. I'm a listener just like you are. Here's a gentleman. My name is Richard. I live in Sullivan, Indiana, and I listen to Bot Radio continuously, and I really appreciate John MacArthur. R.C. Sproul, Chip Ingram, 
and a lot of others, more than I really have time to tell you. And it's been a great blessing to me, and especially I'm thinking of uh, R.C. Sproul, who bridges the gap between Sunday school and seminary. And I want to thank you for it. Keep up the good work. Uh, he does bridge the gap from Sunday yeah. school to seminary. Well, he does. And, and, and as I was listening to that gentleman, I was thinking, you know, uh, Bot Radio Network uh, is a platform. Uh, from which these godly uh, Christian teachers and preachers can reach people, and they can hear them, uh, the, the ministers that he mentioned and others, uh, from the electronic platform. Sometime we should get into the history of radio and all of that. That'd be interesting, wouldn't now, it? Now, that listener, Richard, listens on one of our newest stations in the Terre Haute, Indiana area. He lives in uh, Sullivan, Indiana. We love the longtime listeners and also the new listeners like this lady. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yes. I want to express my thankfulness for your radio station. And uh, I just recently started listening to it, but I'm so very encouraged every day with the messages that we receive from the ministers and the pastors. Uh, all right. Well, you know what, Rich? Our time goes by. But listen to this song, folks. It'll tell you how we think of you folks because we're all a family. Here it is. Now you'll notice we say, brother. And sister around here, you know why? It's because we're family, and these folks are so dear. When one has a heartache, we all share the tears and rejoice in each victory in this family so dear. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join heirs with Jesus as we travel the sun. For I'm part of the family. Family of God. <laughs> well, it really goes by, doesn't it, Rich? Well, Dad, Merry Christmas, and we're looking forward to the new year ahead. We are going to face the new year with a smile on our face and a desire in our heart to serve the Lord by helping people and serving people and putting others first. And right? proclaiming the clear Word of God. So this is Dick Bott. With this chapter, the complete story is a public service with my son, Rich, and we'll see you later. 